Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Today we are going to take something we've discussed for a while now, the power of non-preference to a whole other level because as we move through these teachings of the just philosophy, or as I move through them, I continue to unravel the layers of my misconceptions and power on the understandings. And gratefully, I'm here to share that as we move through this process. Yes. And this is part of this discussion that I think is so valuable is that many uh, teachings of all types, the more that you work with that structure, and it doesn't just have to be the just philosophy, but any structure that you choose, then many times you'll learn deeper and deeper like subtleties, so to say. And I think that hopefully this will be inspiring for our listeners that if there happens to be certain stuff that you don't understand or you don't feel like you're quite following, stick with it. This is cumulative over time. And uh, I'm so excited about you sharing uh, some of your most recent uh, revelations, so to say, and how we're going to break it down in the complete conversation uh, step by step of how to most utilize these uh, situations. So I think as we start out with this philosophy, we start out on the mental level. We hear things that are said that kind of make sense. Maybe we have sensed them like I have over the period of my life and they make sense, but then actually putting them into practice, you get a lot more because you gain that wisdom and it just keeps unlocking more and more that you're then able to utilize. And it almost like snowballs. The more you practice, the more wisdom you gain, the more you're able to utilize the information. And the things maybe you heard, you know, years ago for me start to unlock on a whole nother level. Yes. And this is the separation between intellect and wisdom. Wisdom is information plus experience over time. And intellect doesn't always involve experience. It's just the mental process. So once you really get into the finest subtlety of the just philosophy of the all five levels of the physical, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual or religious, that when you take all of those into consideration throughout everything you're doing in your life, that's a balance. And for anyone that has any resistance to certain aspects of this work, you know, it may be just worth looking at what area of these five levels that you are sacrificing or giving up to gain whatever you want or whatever you're going towards. So it's like SMEEP gets a shout out in this episode. And of course, SMEEP is the acronym for the five levels that Alexander just mentioned. Yes. And in that order, it's spiritual, mental, emotional, energetic, and physical. And non-preference has come up time and time again, episode through episode. And you guys, the listeners out there, have even been with me through my whole transition from being like conspiracy-minded. I remember we did an episode maybe three years ago when I shifted kind of my behavioral thought patterns away from that conspiratorial view, which was moving more into non-preference. And of course, like that was the start of me doing that. And that was not me saying I've mastered that. And so this whole experience that I'm going to bring up today has kind of stemmed from that. Like 
I don't know. I think it was three years ago. Probably. But it's a view that I've kind of still kept, and it does go around AI, and that is something that's in the news a lot where we're talking about AI art, and it can be controversial, so we're going to try to not be as controversial, but I'm just going to share my experience with some of my thought patterns that I've had that have stemmed from my past conspiratorial uh, mindset that was just impacted in the last couple of days. And so I've kept this view that AI is negative, is a negative thing and how it's going to impact humanity. But through my recent experience, I was able to see how that was a judgment and it wasn't really based on anything of substance. It was something that was passed down from that previous mindset, something that was in my echo chamber of people that I kept around me or people I listened to, people I watched, the mindset that I subscribed to in recent past. Through this experience of actually interacting and utilizing an AI program to generate art from a series of phrases or descriptive words that I interacted with through my work, it allowed me to shed light on my ignorance and actually have and create an experience with this part of technology that I had no previous awareness of like how it worked or no previous experience of working with it. And having my boss explain certain perspectives of how we could use this to better our product, but that nothing was really changing in our process. This was just something that we could utilize for inspiration. And so it created this whole new realm and perspective that I had never considered before. To me, AI was this thing that was eventually going to control us Mm -hmm. because it can allegedly become sentient and think for itself and eventually lock us all down and the apocalypse would happen. That was all my previous mindset. But here, my boss was discussing another view and showing us how it could be used for strictly inspiration and how we would utilize that if we choose to. And I immediately was able to see the benefit in my own creative process because I'm more of a manipulator of graphic objects than I am a pure artist where I'm creating something from scratch because I can't draw, but I've been mostly in the digital arts for 10 plus years. And if I'm going to create like a logo, I start with shapes and different elements that I can like purchase from a stock website or something. We're kind of talking about like vector shapes here, but then I would manipulate them into the ultimate design that I have in my head. Mm Mm-hmm. But here I was able to see how a tool could kind of even help me get what's in my head out by strategically crafting phrases and adjectives to describe what's the vision in my head out into this text box. And then the AI would go out and pull upon previously derivative works and put something, mash something together, and then you could refine those sets of adjectives to refine the image. So it was a whole new perspective for me. It's something that I had never considered because I think sometimes when we're in resistance to something, I want to say sometimes we enjoy that. We enjoy taking up arms against something because it can 
create a group like mindset where you feel camaraderie with other people and you almost enjoy, I mean, I don't think consciously we know we enjoy it, but I think subconsciously we can become addicted to having that rival. And I think we see it in sports, right? Especially anybody that has a competitive side of their personality, which is very easily seen in the human design and the cards. And so when that's there, that need to make a stand, that need to feel like you're right and someone's wrong is just ingrained in our culture as well. So it just it just accentuates that in people that are, you know, more susceptible to that. And I think that you certainly carry a competitive edge, although everybody around you may not see it. But anytime that competitive edge, and I certainly had one that was out of control. And so my working with this non-preference practice was quite a practice for a long time before I really started feeling the benefits of it. But anybody experiencing anxiety or negative health patterns, your resistance or when we're in friction with something is what stimulates that to get worse and worse or to hang around. So that's a big part of this wellness philosophy is realizing that you're putting your body, your energetic system, your cells in conflict when we make these stands and when we go to these little wars with people about differences of opinions. And many listeners out there are going to feel like these opinions are very, very important. And if they, if you feel like they are, then I want you to feel like they are. But when you get to a certain point of taking care of yourself and being mindful of your overall wellness, that's part of the view that is willing to change. And uh, unfortunately, many people don't get into this view until they do come across some type of health crisis where they're almost forced to make changes. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the wellness mindset because that is what this work is about. And that is a perspective that I'm trying to work through and look at the parts of my life where I could be inhibiting that within myself. And that's why I wanted to bring this conversation today because... If anybody came up to me and said, AI is awesome and it's going to change the world for good, I would have had an argument with them based on my ignorant perspective. And of course, I'm just pulling from what other people have said, not from experience. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because now I feel like I'm standing in a whole nother position of power being able to be neutral because I've seen the good and I can still see the bad the potentially bad and potentially good or what could be judged on either side as good and bad or useful and and maybe uh, destructive. But now, if anybody came to argue with me, either one, I could share their view and have one against their view. And so we could have a, a conversation that could potentially just be neutral and beneficial for both of us to expand our awareness, but I wouldn't become emotionally like altered by that conversation because AI could go away tomorrow and I would be fine. AI could, you know, expand and I could be fine because I've accepted that it's part of this reality. And this has been a huge part of my process the last couple of years is Mm -hmm. continuing to look at the world and where I resist it and to accept that it's part of this reality and experience that I'm here to have. And so my mantra has been, everything's in divine order. 
whether I understand it or not. And I, I will just continue to repeat that to myself whenever I find myself in resistance to something that's happening in my life. And this could even be something like this, where if I was in a conversation and somebody brought up AI or I read an article about AI and I felt that resistance come in, this is something where I would bring in that to be like, everything's in divine order. This could be coming into our shared reality as a teacher for many different people. Mm -hmm. And in the past, I would resist it as being evil or judge it as being evil. And so I can now see it as being helpful for some in some aspects. So I just wanted to share and have a conversation with how powerful becoming neutral, exiting out out of our preferences and getting into non-preference around certain subjects that may come up for us where we realize we have a resistance to them and how it can benefit our lives. And that's not to say that you can't have preferences, but when you're conscious, you can pick and choose when you want them and when you know you may not need them in this in certain situations. Yes, and it's important here, as we're talking about AI, it is artificial intelligence for anyone that's not familiar with that phrase. And we want to separate here as well the fact of non-preference does not equal not caring. It's an active not a passive format. And as Aaron was saying earlier, it's not about that you don't ever have a preference. It's that in any situation, you can set your preference to the side to be able to either learn more or see more clearly the situation. And we're going to get into, in the complete conversation, we're going to get into why it is so powerful in this shift of perception because We can literally take just about any subject matter and look at it as it's just like someone getting upset that you have a different favorite sports team than they do. Because this is what's happening, especially the media pushes views to alienate people, to separate people, and to draw sides. And when they keep this anger and this frustration going, they're able to control easier. So see, we're just taking this from a mass scale of how it happens day in and day out, and we're bringing it down to a personal level to where if you take away a person's opportunity to upset you, then you are standing in your power. And again, to live in your authentic self and standing your power is a big part of this philosophy. And this tool of being able to live in non-preference is a great tool, and that's what we're going to continue to expand on as we talk in this podcast. And I would even mention that I still have a preference if it's called upon. I would say that I would choose for AI not to exist because I can see the purity of artistic exploration and creativity in a pure sense coming from the human spirit. And So if I had a choice, I would say, I don't need AI. I don't need AI for inspiration. I can Mm -hmm. look at other sorts of art for, for creative inspiration. But while it's here, I could still use it for that benefit. But then like, I can hear people from my past or that conspiracy view saying, well, why don't you take a stand because it's going to destroy humanity? When that's another phrase I wanted to bring up is taking a stand and the cost of that, because we're talking about, again, a wellness perspective. So when you choose to stand in a preference or take a stand in any sort of thing, like I could take a stand against AI if I chose to, 
and that's the thing about being neutral is you can choose to, but a lot of people, they're not conscious and they can't choose to. They get triggered and they don't understand why because they're not conscious of it being a preference. They almost identify with it as being a part of themselves, a part right. of their view, yeah. and then they don't have a choice. And anytime somebody comes along and mentions AI being good, like people can manipulate you. Like I could go up to somebody if they, you know, had that as part of their their view and just say something, even like under my breath or jokingly, and they would be immediately in an emotional reaction Mm -hmm. and be triggered and leaking their energy. And so we can, like Alexander just mentioned, we can be easily manipulated when we don't have a choice. And this is all giving you a choice on whether you want to react, whether you want to conserve your energy. Yes. And anyone that you view that utilizes the skill set of being passive aggressive this is exactly where their power is, is they're able to say or do something in a passive nature that sets you off. And then many times they point at you and say that you're the cause. And this takes away opportunities like that to give people like what they want to hear or allow them to be right and allow your opposite view to be right and not have this need to prove it. There's going to be plenty of people that protest that do make these stands. So see, we're not telling the whole world. This is actually a philosophy for a small percentage of the human population, and you may or may not be one of them. But we're not saying that this is the way that everyone on the planet should live. Again, the polarity view is a big part of this philosophy. Opposites have to exist. So there's got to be people that don't resonate with this philosophy, and I've accepted that a long time ago. I'm just looking to reach the people that do resonate with it and want to learn more and more about it as we continue to expand, just like you share with us in your stories and the how you keep seeing things deeper and deeper. Yeah, and I just wanted to mention that the more we take a stand against something, the more the opposing force takes a stand against us or against our viewpoint. So Really, if you wanted to neutralize whatever view it is that you opposed, you would neutralize your own view because then you're taking away their power. And it's the same thing like like you were talking about with a passive-aggressive nature. If somebody comes up and insults you, if you say something back, then you justify their insult. But if you take a neutral stance and don't feed into that, don't give them that energy, then more than likely they go away with looking at how their energy was. And so we're almost like changing the world in a way by being neutral. Yes, and it would either set the person off more, possibly, or it forces them to look at what they just said or they just did. So anytime you emotionally react to somebody that brings emotion at you, you justify their reaction. But if you're able to hold your countenance to neutral and almost have this this surprise about it, that you're surprised but you're not offended Everyone watching that situation learns. See, there's very few people that know how to not emotionally react in a situation. And so children especially, they get very, very few examples of this. And then many times the people that do exemplify this, they're just passive in nature. And it's actually traumatic for them. So this is, you know, a call to those that are looking for wellness on all five of these levels and to be authentically themselves and to break the patterns and family lineage that they've picked up throughout their lives. 
I can't believe this free part is almost over. It's already <laughs> been 20 minutes. But I wanted to wrap up this part by maybe asking you, are there any other benefits that we haven't already talked about? You're going to be more content because you're going to be more balanced. You're not going to be able to be triggered as much. People can no longer control you and your emotions. You have full control over that, full choice over that by understanding and learning how, as we're going to discuss in the complete conversation, step-by-step on how to actually do this and maybe even how to find these areas in your life where you may not know that you're in a preference or not in a preference, but are there any other areas, maybe even like physical health, maybe that's one area we haven't really discussed. Yes, because whatever we resist does persist. And the longer we're in that frictional energy, the more depletes on all five levels, even at a cellular level. So in the long run, the more that we're able to accept in life, and again, in this philosophy, acceptance doesn't mean approving of or condoning. It simply means that you stop the resistance or the friction to it. You accept that this is in your life and this is happening, and that's the that first step to moving through it as optimally fast as possible. And this is just a great start on... Many people look for things to do to make them stronger, to make them smarter, to increase their abilities. But I want to highlight in this episode, we're really talking about if you just focus on where you drain your energy. And if that could become the focus and that you see that you drain your energy anytime you're in resistance to something in your life, be it a person or a situation, And the power of acceptance, if you just stop the drain of your energy, you will be amazed about how much energy you are increasing, actually. Well, I'm certainly not getting drained by this conversation, Alexander. So looking forward to the complete conversation and hoping everybody else will join us on the other side. See you on the other side. Thank you for listening to this free version of the Wise Wise Podcast. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into the application of the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy, head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations, including the complete episodes of our Inward Journey story series and our entire back catalog, and continue your self-development journey with us. Thank you for joining us on the free version of this episode on neutrality or the importance of non-preference. This, of course, is a topic that we've discussed a lot throughout almost every episode, but we haven't really dedicated a full episode on it. But with my personal growth around this issue and the more I hear this information and the more I have experiences, it definitely unwraps a whole nother level of understanding. So if you haven't joined us for the complete conversation, the things we got into were how perspectives can exist at the same time as being neutral. If we can bring in that acceptance around the entire situation of whatever situation that may be for you, how becoming neutral around our preferences can tend to bring in more conscious conversations uh, and information sharing with other people. It allows us to be more grounded when having these conversations and for us not to react and uh, act more in a responsive mode. We discussed a few different examples, actually quite a few, of how we can have a preference and then either allow it to emotionally affect us when that preference is not met 
And then we went into uh, several ways you can alter your perspective to reach neutrality or even go into it, go into that friction, make love to the friction, as Alexander likes to say, and actually find joy in the non-preference, in the opposite preference that you have. And so you're almost like trying to find a reason to like it in a way. And so we had a really good uh, example to dive deep into those two, and they both can yield uh, growth and expansion for your life. Uh, Alexander and I both shared some insight into why we continue to practice this philosophy and the benefits we see in our lives. We touched again on the roles of emotions within this philosophy and the importance of them as messengers and to respect them. Again, we do not condone stuffing emotions or, or you know, even condone just uh, the judging of emotions. We feel emotions are really um, important for the whole overall process. Uh, we just don't feel like emotions should be taken out on other people. We get into how every experience and perspective that we share is more than just a bunch of words, and we cannot even begin to know another's experience until we at least put ourselves in that situation. When you have an experience, you learn so much of the subtle information that that can offer versus just hearing somebody's experience and then judging it based on the words that they're using. And so experiences are so, so important and they create really a well-rounded person in that area. We also talked about how seeing the usefulness of something can help shift one out of a preference. And of course, that's what I had with the AI experience, uh, how respect and the three R's can help us shift our preferences and, and help us to limit our judgment. We also discussed the importance of analyzing the benefits and costs of our wants and preferences. That's a huge one that we continue to talk about. We also shared a really cool scenario of different ways to stay neutral and stay out of judgment and not affect everyone around you when in a situation kind of like if your family was going out to eat or your friends invited you out to eat and you didn't really want to go where they were going. And so we kind of got into different ways that you could shift that energy within yourself and then not allow your energy to affect other people, not allow your your disappointment if you had an expectation uh, to affect essentially rippling out onto others. I thought that was a really, really, really good example that many people can relate to. Toward the end, we got into how religious and political viewpoints are probably the most polarizing and cause the most friction among people. Of course, I think we all know that. But it's important to see that these topics, if we hold and stick to our guns so adamantly how they are creating energetic blockages and, you know, eventually can lead to physical suffering for us and, and not other people for us. So essentially, <laughs> when we decide to hold on to our viewpoints and perspectives around things that we're so passionate about, it can kind of erode our health. And, you know, that's something that we all need to take a look at and ask ourselves, is it really worth that? Because at the end of the day, what do we have if we don't have our health? You know, I, that's just something to think about all the time. I like to bring that in uh, to keep my gratitude in a line and keep, you know, having and sending uh, thanks to the divine 
around my life and my experiences. So that's what we had on the free show. Feel free to hit us up if you want to share any of your experiences around this episode or more. We have a Facebook group that you can tap into, Wise Wise Podcast Community. And of course, you can head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and we have a contact form there if you have something you want to share. But if you are interested in expanding your knowledge and continuing your journey on this work, join our premium complete conversation where you can hear everything, where you can get more of the tools and techniques and the step-by-steps on how to do all of this work, simplifying your life. You're not going to get this really anywhere else, anywhere else. We make it easy. Information is key. Information will bring you wisdom through your experiences and we have it all for you. So thank you for joining us and hoping to see you on the complete conversation. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting the Just philosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with alexander in person by phone or zoom uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation here you will gain information about your energetic makeup personality and your higher self as well as navigating your way through your relationships There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These Contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.